This episode of the Louise Cameron podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Carte Blanche Body Balance. C-A-R-T-E-B-L-A-N-C-H-E-B-O-D-Y-B-A-L-A-N-C-E dot com. And Carte Blanche Body Balance if you are going to be in Ibiza at all, can offer you your own private group yoga, pilates, massage, physiotherapy, or if you are looking for an empowering, life-changingly positive experience, we offer our retreats in Ibiza and also Scotland in the UK and worldwide, so you can check that out. Or if you are interested or anything resonates with excuse my cold, with anything resonates with you that we talk about on the podcast, then please, you can go on the website and you can drop me um, a message if you go to the contacts. Um, I'm always open to chat if if anything um, is brought up or you want to discuss further. So as you heard me coughing and spluttering, currently I am in India and I have been very sick both with this cold and flu that I caught and also the infamous deli belly as they say and as always my podcasts are usually inspired by something that's going on in my life something that I noticed that hopefully by me sharing there might be something in it that that you find useful or or find helpful and Um, I love for this podcast to be a sort of sharing site where we we share what's going on and um, and help everyone around. So while I've been in India, I've been here since December, I have fully immersed myself into yoga and meditation and everything mindfulness. I've been doing lots of training with amazing, inspiring teachers and I've been building up this toolbox um, of new skills and my my practice was coming on really well. Um, I was really motivated, I felt shining and positive and I was signing on to this course, I was doing two yoga classes a day sometimes and my plan was after I I went south and I went to the the Isha Foundation ashram there, which is beautiful. Again, feeling more yoga, more um, more skills, more everything I was collecting, and I went to Varanasi, which is beautiful. Had a little break from the yoga, and we made our way north to Rishikesh. And my plan was to, again, just immerse myself and jump into, I guess this is like the, the call, you know, the yoga capital of India. I wanted to do so many classes and try new things and new courses. As I was on the bus from Varanasi to Rishikesh, I had the rumbles in my belly and if anyone has been sick in the stomach then you know what I'm talking about and on top of that I had already started some sniffles and some coughing 
and I could really just feel in my body that um, I, was, I was in for something. By the time I arrived to Rishikesh, I was in, in the, the depth of the sickness. It was, yeah, I won't, I won't go into so much details with that. So the outcome of that is I arrived in this yoga capital of maybe even the world. I don't know what people proclaim it to be ready and enthusiastic to do more and more yoga and I'm bedridden being sick and you know you can't help yourself I was feeling a little sorry for myself um, what to do when you've arrived fully to jump into the yoga and you're sick and I couldn't do any yoga of course I couldn't really do anything at all couldn't eat. Um, I have a lot of issues from car accidents that I usually keep at bay with my yoga and after that horrendous birth journey all the aches and the pains came back into my body. Um, I start to feel instead of the strength that I had been hoping to gain I feel weak, I feel aches and pains from the cold, from the travels. I can't do the yoga for that. I used to suffer a lot from anxiety and maybe you know this or don't know this but if you have a problem in the stomach, the stomach is very much linked to our sense of well-being, our serotonin production and if you have something wrong maybe in the bacteria of your stomach then you can feel your sense of well-being going down, you can feel maybe a little bit more negative emotions and that's certainly what was happening. So I was sore, I was weak, I was even starting to feel really anxious and restless but I had nowhere to escape and there's only one thing I could do is practice what I preach in these moments of surrendering to the situation and I am a firm believer in you don't always get what you want you get what you need so I thought okay maybe I need this I'm not really sure why at the moment but there's nothing I can do about this I'm just going to relax and rest and do more meditative stuff but it's funny because when you're in that negative place in your mind which I was I was getting all the resistance for myself to do what was good for me <laughs> maybe you can relate so I really was resisting being still I was really resisting doing my meditation um, these things come easily when you know the body's feeling good and you're doing your yoga but without my usual safety net I, I could really feel that start to crumble and after time there's only one thing you can do and that is give in and I started to just work on the breath and gentle meditation just observing the thoughts come and go come and go trying not to attach or be drawn into them just allow them to come and go to come and go and then finally I had some moments of that stillness and that peace within myself and I started to realize perhaps 
the lesson in my situation was my drive for perfection and this is something I have a battle with a lot. There's times when I feel enough and I feel that I'm respecting my body and in a, a great place with that and I feel like I, you know I'm in top of the world and I know within myself that you know I'm on the right track and um, I, I don't need to look a certain way I don't need to act a certain way I don't have to you know achieve anything other than what I feel right in my heart is what I should be achieving and then there was the time when I'm sick like now I realized that I had been striving for perfection and been doing too much over I've been you know filling 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 my head with like loads of yoga books on the yoga sutras I had been reading books on you know the Bhagavad Gita I've been reading books on you know like Jack Cornfield Eckhart Tolle I'd been going to this yoga master to that yoga master and just feeling 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 all this sort of information and and pushing my body and not allowing it time to just integrate what I have been learning um, and if I really sat down and looked at it I had a lot of spare time so that's exactly what I could do I could notice that that pattern of striving for perfection not for myself but maybe caught in oh well you know I, I gotta push my body you know you know I'm a yoga teacher I've, I should be doing this I should look like this in this posture I you know I should be doing that and all these should 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 shoots coming from a place driven from outside of myself um, and I think that happens to us all throughout our life um, I mean even even at school when you're young you you're either you know punished or, or rewarded and there's that sort of you know it's always a, a carrot on dangling on the stick that you're following you know you do well you you get a good grade and you get the round of applause and the approval you get a bad grade and you get none of that so I think it's very deeply rooted into us that even from school to you know even if it's not our subject or something we're not interested in is to to get a good grade to please our parents or our teacher or this drive from without ourself and then that continues on and and then society will then tell us you know if, if you go to university or you study this or you do that then then yeah that's you you've made it that's that's what you should be doing and sometimes we find ourselves lost at that age of picking career paths um that you know we really know nothing about it's just someone's someone's told us yeah this is this is what makes you you know made it in society and you can you can be pulled along that path again through something external something from without yourself and then there's marketing, there's beauty products, um, how you should look, 
and then even from you know how your house should look if you should own a house once you've got a mortgage once you've got that nice car and then then yeah like that's you made it and again it's this pull from something outside of yourself to prove yourself to prove that you fit in and you're worthy of this place and then maybe Instagram and social media is certainly very on point these days where we're just constantly being shown images of what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat and this is constantly changing. You have people doing, I don't want to say showing off because that's maybe not exactly what they're doing but just that, so you get that idea in your head of like that beautiful tropical backdrop and someone doing a yoga pose hey maybe it's even my instagram um and we can all feed into this and oh that's that's what i should do i need to you know go on holiday and i, sh I need to do that posture for that instagram picture and you might push your body uh, just for that shot just to show that you know hey you've made it and um and then you may be like myself you know you've you get into doing doing your career and for me it's along with my physiotherapy of course and is uh you know the teaching the yoga and pilates and and you find yourself at times getting sucked in and, and drawn into pushing yourself to do things that maybe on each day your your body doesn't want to do and it's always funny this because if you've ever been to my yoga classes, what I preach is honoring and really tuning into your body on each moment, knowing that each class is a new class. You have a new body on, on each new class and you should honor and listen. And I always say it's your mind that wants to be in a certain posture. It's your mind that wants to go there like, listen to your body and again sometimes I find myself slipping away from my my own words of advice and wisdom and pushing and overdoing things for a strive for something outside of myself and it's so deeply rooted in us at times that you know it's like who is it for and it's hard to know that was it you know to feel like I you know I'm proving myself more as a yoga or Pilates teacher by gaining all the knowledge and all the wisdom all at once and uh, that can sometimes just be a sign of perfection it, it might not be that you you're you know maybe pushing your body into a posture or it might not be that you know your house is immaculate and that strive for perfection it might just be that you're striving just to know everything all at once and just feeling the head and feeling the head and feeling the head this course and that course and every course and of course i'm not saying not to do everything or do these courses but just stop pause and remind yourself that you have time you don't have to do it all at once and when you slow it down you're more likely to 
follow maybe something that's more intuitive within yourself that you feel like you're almost guided from from one stage to the next stage and whatever that may be in your life from from your job to your career to maybe finding a partner maybe like if moving house advancing your exercise or it could be it could be anything and that space that calmness that presence from yourself when you're not swept in that whirlwind of oh I gotta do this and I should do that and oh yeah I learned that people people respect me more if I do that and oh this this will also help my career and oh, I'll do this and that when we're swept in this like oh this that grabbing grabbing everything that we can lose that touch of of what we're meant to be doing and I find if I get swept away and the gotta gotta know it all, gotta learn it all, gotta do it all, that if you ask me, hey, stop, like what are you trying to achieve here? I'm more likely to say, Oh, I, I don't know and be in that more panic stage where I'm just trying to like, you know, at a buffet grab a little bit of everything <laughs> just in case. Um so it's always good to recognise if if maybe that's you and you're you're feeling a little bit maybe ungrounded and not really sure what you're doing or or with with your practice you've you know you're compromising your body your health to achieve something that if you really ask yourself hey why are you why are you doing that then usually there's not so much of a good answer for benefiting you and it's a lot of the times that drive from something with outside of ourselves whether it's validation or approval from somebody or something that's that's driving us and as i say it's often so deeply rooted into us that we're not even sure who it's for because it's been going on in our lives from a very young age that hey like getting that reward <laughs> because you've done something good uh, hey see me no notice me value me um is a lot of the times what what we're screaming out <clears throat> and again just stillness and stillness can be so hard to do and I was even guilty of not being still even though you know I was doing the yoga practices and the yoga courses and meditation often I still was like almost you know too much going on too much distractions that I forgot to give myself that space and Perhaps if I had given myself more space, more, more time for reflection before I, I, you know, I booked on every, you know, every, uh, every course or went to every lesson just to really think, hey, is that something you need to do now? Or do you, do you feel this is, this is really beneficial to the direction you're going? I probably would have slowed it down and, and stopped and, and brought it back to to myself and 
to say that as well can often be quite difficult, you know, for myself. Often, I think, there's that stigma of preserving and and not caring about you know maybe other people's opinions and, and working on yourself you know selfish <laughs> but it it is the self and it is without you um and and working on your energy then there's not very much you could do at all and it's definitely appropriate times to to think on yourself um and to stop that hurry and, and hustle to to know everything um, and do everything so if you want to join me just now we're going to do a quick meditation and you can be wherever you are maybe you're standing or sitting or lying down everything is absolutely fine but just make sure you're comfortable you can be sitting down cross-legged, supported against the wall, or maybe on a chair, just finding some, some comfortable position. And starting by just hearing the noises that are around you in your environment. Maybe even also the noises in my environment as well. and trying not to wish for everything to be silent for everything to be perfect that need for perfection just let it go and embrace every sound that you hear and just hear it as a vibration see if you can tune into noises that are closer noises that are perhaps in the distance Closing your eyes or even just softening your gaze. And then noticing the rhythm of your body moving with your breath. Not controlling, just taking it as it is. Maybe you feel the movement in the chest rising and falling. Maybe you feel the belly expanding and contracting. Any thoughts that are coming into your mind, this is very normal. Don't try and stop the flow of thoughts. Don't try and empty the mind. In fact, don't try and do anything. Take away any concentration and just feeling the eyes soften backwards towards the back of your head. Everything relaxing, softening down, the shoulders softening away from the ears. Trying not to get drawn into a thought, into that story if you can.
And just taking a moment to think about something or a few things in your life that you are striving for absolute perfection. To please someone else. Knowing that this is a very natural thing that we do and to try as best you can to keep free from any judgment. But just bringing that awareness to that thing or things that might have that external drive. And maybe you want to take a note of them down afterwards. And just thinking of these things, maybe it's people as well that you feel you have to please, you have to be a certain way, a certain way of perfection for. Maybe it's even a certain yoga posture that you know you're just so fixated on and a lot of the times when you let that go is when you actually get into the posture I've found, which is the joke of it all. Just thinking about all these things where the drive is from without yourself and just noticing how it takes your energy, even in your thoughts. And now, just think of yourself gently saying that, smiling to yourself, even having a little laugh at yourself, which I often do, for again, that outward drive, that drive for perfection keeping it free from judgment, judgment from any people as well that might be coming and, and taking from your energy. And just knowing that no one ever consciously will make you feel away or do that thing. It's usually something unconscious in them. So always forgive the people, always just bring a smile to the situation. And then taking a nice full breath in and full breath out. And just releasing the need for you to achieve any of those things, to please any of those people and just finding that freedom 
from knowing there is no place you should go, nothing you should do. There's no certain way you should look, behave. And you have the freedom to just be you. And then just feeling all of that energy coming back into you, maybe with each breath in. You feel yourself being filled with that energy. And just reminding yourself in that pursuit of perfection to relax. And there is a saying, and I'm not sure exactly who is behind the words, but it's about not attaching to life being about any destination, but about being about the journey, about here and now. And knowing that if ever you feel a little out of control or overwhelmed or unsure of your direction and feel like you need to be a certain way or really do do anything, be a certain way, do a certain thing, be a certain place, that you have the freedom to take a step back and know that your drive for everything should come from within and space and stillness can allow you that distance to let go and remind yourself you are exactly where you need to be and that you are unique and wonderful exactly as you are. And if you feel like you are in a place where I have been, where you're so busy putting all your energy into, you know, collecting, collecting, doing this, doing that, being here, being there, that you can, as an idea, as a suggestion, there's many things you can do, but you can write down a list of the things that you are perhaps doing. And why why and try and see if you can just dig deep and ask the question why for each thing a few times to see if you can really get down to the bottom of why you want to do it and I often find with this that there are a few things that yeah truly I feel it is what I should be doing and it's usually when my mind <laughs> can't really you know come up with too much logic behind it it's just a sort of feeling 
that it is what I should be doing. And then the rest of them, if I keep on asking why, 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 to why I want to do it, I usually find that it's, it's a drive usually out of confusion or out of doubt or out of trying to, you know, prove myself somehow. And really we have nothing to to prove to people. And a really interesting thing to think about it is not all the time, but a lot of the time we're looking for praise. And to get deep into this again, um, it probably comes from even growing up as a child to be praised, to be noticed, to be valued, you know, to be seen. And when we get praised, we feel that sense of value within ourselves. Somebody has told us something and it's made us feel really good about ourselves. Oh, wow, they think this amazing. Yeah, wow, I'm valued, great. Um, and then someone will say something negative about you, maybe a criticism and whew, straight back down you can go. Um, and then you feel sad, you feel the sparks gone, you feel your value's been taken away. Um, and so throughout our lives, we're often doing things for that praise. And that with that praise comes that feeling of worth, that feeling of value. But there's one thing I want you to know about a praise and a criticism. And I'll just give you a moment to think if you can think what each one of these things has in common. <clears throat> Both of them are opinions. And you will have known through life that what I think about one thing and what someone else thinks about one thing are always completely different. It's just a, a matter of opinion, you would say, if you're discussing, oh, what color should I get? Oh, this, this color is beautiful. Wow, it's the best color ever. And then someone else will say, no, that's not the best one ever. This is the best one ever. And, and so everyone has their opinion and that's what a praise is and so often we go around being led by other people because we get praised for doing the things that they like and again people don't do this consciously I'm sure I've done it before with people not really being being aware and that's why I'm very cautious now to giving something that's an opinion and, and advice. And, and you're going along this life and it doesn't quite feel right because it's that lead of that external validation of praise and people telling you who you should be and what you should do and if you should take that risk on the business or if you should do this or that 
and they will give you their opinion and we're so used to feeling that value within ourselves from someone else giving us praise that we can often give up in our, our dreams or give up in our direction or path following that you know view of perfection in someone else's eyes and while you know I've done that a long time you know I've made myself into a person you know to please someone in relationships um, so it, it you know it takes one to know one as they say and then the same thing again like people will give you a criticism based only on their opinion and and they can take you down and take you down and take you down and again that will drive you know you can maybe someone is criticizing you or doubting you and that might be your drive for perfection just to prove to that person hey no praise me like value me because we can lose how to find that value in ourselves so we're lost trying to be perfect for people's changing opinions and that is again one thing you will know as time goes on your opinions change people's opinions change and we must never rely on opinions for who we are where we should be what we should be doing and how wonderful we are So that's a really important thing with the list and usually the list somewhere boils down to you're trying to feel that value and perfection in someone else's world and someone else's opinion and that's the stress and the suffering of it because it's that power in them and you are depowering yourself by giving that power of your wonderfulness, your value, and someone and their opinion and something that they might also change. So I guess what I'm really trying to say is to every now and then, or every day but that might take a lot of practice or maybe you're much better than myself and then yes every day remind yourself by being still by being present that power that you have and to know that you are complete and that you are free as you are and please have your goals and please have your dreams and your aspirations but also know you don't have to be perfect to start to go towards these goals there's always a beauty in our imperfections and also to know that you are full you are complete and you do not need any validation of who you are from anything outside of yourself 
So stop the pursuit of your perfection and realize and remember that you are so perfectly imperfect and that's what makes you so wonderful and that is part of your journey.